show and a happy monday and i'm here with my very 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 good friend mildred the cow mildred the moo cow hi pinky did you have a nice weekend yes i had a great weekend mildred did you too i did and you're doing good today great that's the way it should be well anyway over the weekend um lady lynette was reading Robert a really beautiful story because, you know, Robert's in seventh grade now. Right. But his school is closed, and so is Penelope's school. I know. It'll get back to normal soon. Don't you worry. I know. Absolutely. Okay. But anyway, he's really growing up. And, you know, he's, he's a young, he's starting to be a young man. Well, he's a teenager now, so he's approaching the young manhood. Not not quite yet. I know, but, you know, she read him this story, this poem because it's really kind of relevant to what... Relevant? You know the word relevant. Relevant. Yeah, I know. Relevant. It's relevant to what's going on in his life right now. Relevant means like it's connected to... It has to do with, it's it's associated with, it's relevant. Associated? Yes, it's relevant. It's associated. Okay. So, she read him this beautiful story. It is called If. It's, it's a story and a poem at the same time. It's a poem. Right. And and we know a poem is because the, the words rhyme. Correct. Yeah, and rhyme... That means that the ends of the words sound the same, but the beginning letters are different, so they rhyme. Yes. And then there's a sonnet. Oh, that's right. Yeah, like Shakespeare and a bunch of other people, they, they wrote the sonnets. That's very particular with the syllables and how many there are. We, we've, we've recorded lots of sonnets on our podcast if you want to go back and listen. Well, we have recorded a couple of sonnets in the past, yes. Yeah, I want to do more. They're cool. Okay, we will. But anyway, Pinky, I am familiar with the poem that you're speaking of, titled If, and it was written by Rudyard Kipling. What? The man's name is Rudyard Kipling. Are you sure? Because so many of these famous people, they change their name. You know, it drives me crazy when they do that. I know. I know you don't like it when they do it, but, you know, they have reasons. So is that his real name or what? Actually. Oh, come on. No, it is his real name, but he just omitted his first name, which is Joseph. So Rudyard. Rudyard? Rudyard? Yeah, R-U-D-Y-A-R-D. Rudyard. Okay, that's quite a name. Well, that's actually his middle name. So his full name is Joseph Rudyard Kipling. Okay, that's cool. And he was born in 1865. Very famous writer. Um, He lived in England, but he was from India. Oh, cool. Right, and he was a short story writer and a poet 
and he wrote novels and also a journalist, an English journalist. Yeah, they, they, they write about the correct news and current events. Correct. That's what a true journalist is. Yeah. But anyway, he, um, he, like I said, he was born in India and that inspired much of his works. Yeah. Well, he, he wrote that really famous fiction book, The Jungle Book. Oh, yeah. That's written a, a long time ago? 1894. Oh, yeah, and then it turned into all the, all the movie and everything, The Jungle Book. All right, but well, that was written by Rudyard Kipling in 1894. Cool. And then, you know, he he wrote a lot, a lot of other books. He was very famous and... And then there's another very famous author who who actually was born in New York City in in the United States in the turn of the century. The turn of the century, like after 1800 and 1900 starts? Correct. And his name was Henry James. Yeah. And he said that uh, Kipling strikes me personally as the most complete man of genius as distinct from fine intelligence that I have ever known. Wow, that's quite a compliment from another writer, you know, to compliment um, the kind of competition. Well, well, somewhat. Yeah, I think that's great. Yes, you're right, Pinky. And in 1907, Kipling was awarded the Nobel Prize in Literature. Oh, yeah, that's a big deal, that Nobel Prize. We did a podcast about that. Yes, and we encourage our listeners to go back and listen to our previous podcasts. Yes, please. Okay, so can, are you going to read me the story that he wrote? This short story, right? Yeah, it's a short story. Yes, please. And the title is If. Okay. But actually, Pinky, uh, there's one word in here that we should probably talk about before I read it. Okay. Uh, it's the word knaves. Knaves? Yeah, it's, it's spelled K-N-A-V-E-S. Come on, it's got a K in front of it? Well, I know, it's odd, but a lot of words, the K is there, but you don't, you don't hear it. You just start with the next letter. You don't pronounce the K in the word knave, and you don't pronounce the K in the word no, K-N-O-W. I don't get that. I'm familiar with the word no, the opposite of yes, no, and then that's spelled N-O, no. I know. Well, just like the word I know, like we were just talking about. Oh, man, you're right, the K, you don't hear the K. It's not cano. It's like, I know. And it has a K. Oh, okay. 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 No spells K-N-O-W starts with a K. I know. It starts with a K. Okay. Okay. So the, the word we're talking about right now is knaves. And it's spelled K-N-A-V-E-S. What does that mean? It's like a, not a good person, not someone who is dishonest. A knave is a, a dishonest person. Yeah, I don't like that. No, well, you're smart. Okay, I'm ready for the poem, please, now. Okay. If by Rudyard Kipling. 
If you can keep your head when all about you are losing theirs and blaming it on you, if you can trust yourself when all men doubt you, but make allowance for their doubting too, if you can wait and not be tired by waiting or being lied about, don't deal in lies. For being hated, don't give way to hating, and yet don't look too good, nor talk too wise. If you can dream and not make dreams your master, if you can think and not make thoughts your aim, if you can meet with triumph and disaster, and treat those two impostors just the same, if you can bear to hear the truth you've spoken, twisted by knaves to make a trap for fools, or watch the things you gave your life to broken and stoop and build them up with worn-out tools. If you can make one heap of all your winnings and risk it on one turn of pitch and toss and lose and start again at your beginnings and never breathe a word about your loss. If you can force your heart and nerve and sinew to serve your turn long after they are gone, and so hold on when there is nothing in you except the will which says to them, Hold on. If you can talk with crowds and keep your virtue, or walk with kings nor lose the common touch, if neither foes nor loving friends can hurt you, if all men count with you but none too much, if you can fill the unforgiving minute with sixty seconds worth of distance run, Yours is the earth and everything that's in it, and which is more, you'll be a man, my son. Oh, Mildred, that was, that was powerful, especially right now. Perhaps that's why Lady Lynette read that poem to Robert. Yeah, probably. Okay, well, thank you, Rudyard Kipling. Thank you, Mildred. I love you. I love you.